Family Room Podcast, episode 48. I'm Mike Roan. Jesse Williams is also here with us, man. Go ahead and say what's up, Tris. What's up with it, y'all? I'm tight. We got to intro you better than that, man. We'll get it. We'll get it. My guy might as well be an official member of the podcast now, man. Go ahead and say what's up to the people one more time, Tris. What's happening? That's the inside joke. We'll explain that later. High energy to start, man. High energy to start. I'll be watching it. I'll be watching and listening back. I'll be like, I usually get my energy up by like minute, you know what I'm saying? Like seven to ten, maybe twelve. I need to start like that. You know what I'm saying? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? How we doing, man? Um better, honestly. Better, honestly. Um some of my faith was restored in humanity. Hmm. That's dope. Um, oh, y'all want me to expand? You want to talk about how you doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my week started off rough. Then, you know, it always gets better by the end, y'all. Hmm. Things are always as good as you make it. I feel that. And that, that goes into what I... So, I went to a protest since we, uh, since we last got together. Mm-hmm. It was in La Jolla. It was at the beach. It was, it was Sunday. It was uh, this past Sunday. Um, restored my faith in humanity. It wasn't just us out there. A lot of different faces, and talked to a lot of different people. Um, um, I'm still trying to get out here to more protests because I'm trying to be disruptive as possible. But that's just that's just how I feel. And um, a few things happened to me this week, man. It just restored my like everything going on. You kind of feel like like man, fuck this. Like this shit is terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like it's awful out here. Like you feel bad and all of that. Like. I'm way more I'm way more upbeat because um, I got a phone call from a dude I know I coached his daughter. Um, he's Serbian, and he called me calling from a number I don't know, and I don't usually pick those up. But uh, last night, like just because of circumstances, like we got new parents in the basketball program, people trying to get a hold of me with this COVID stuff going on. I'm answering numbers I don't know way more frequently, mm-hmm. so I pick up the phone, and as soon as I pick up the phone, it goes. Man, this world is crazy. A lot of fucked up stuff is going on, man. But I love you, the Kresovich family. Oh, I said it in the Kresovich family. Like we love you guys. Like, I believe it out. Yeah, and he went on like he went on just talking about like how he's thinking about us, like how all this stuff is crazy. And like I'm very, me and my wife are very close to him and family. Like I coached almost all his kids. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, it was just it just kind of recharged me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Going, being one, being black out here and grinding out here every day for the movement and trying as best we can to grind every day for the movement, it takes something out of you, and stuff like that like recharges me. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so I'm 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 definitely doing better than I have been um, in the last like a week to two weeks. Despite uh, I'm doing better overall. I was doing. I said I was doing pretty good last week. I'm doing better this week as well. Um, getting better incrementally Like I was telling you In the car on the way over here I'm just trying to focus My, my, my mind and my attention on, on the positive You know what I'm saying I'm trying to like Talk about black owned businesses And you know You know pat, Encourage people to vote And sign petitions And stuff like that 
I did have a run in with a Karen last night, man. The liquor store before I went into the radio station. Mm. So I'm in line, and uh, uh, I'm in line. It's like me, a couple other black dudes, we in line. So I, and Karen's behind me. And like, I uh, forget what song is playing in the liquor store, but we all kind of like, kind of bopping to it. And I'm trying to like, kind of like, be cool with them because I'm like literally about to go walk into the radio station. I'm about to tell them like about the show, like try to get some new listeners, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm just like talking to them. I didn't even get a chance to get in and none of that. Um, but the lady, the lady was like, well, you guys just get your stuff and leave. And one of the dudes was like, what do you, he's way too turned up for starters. He was like, what do you mean you guys? And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, just get your stuff and leave. You guys are acting like he was like, no, nah, acting like what? It's, dude, it's like, <laughs> acting like what? And I'm like, bro, like, chill out. I was like, lady, you should you should choose your words better than that. Like, you should know, like, sure. given the times right now, like, you should know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She was like, nobody's even talking to you. And I was like, I can say whatever I want. She was like, hurry up and get out of the store. I was like, is this your store? Mm-hmm. Is this your store? I guess I can't call her a Karen. But it's, it's a white lady acting way, way out of pocket in the store last night. She didn't, <laughs> yeah. she didn't call the cops or nothing like that, but. Yeah. So why lady acting way too turned up in the store? I actually just had another one in the in the Seven Eleven, but <laughs> I ain't you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever. But man, I mean, everybody's doing better than was the good. line moving though? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was moving. It was moving. It was moving. I mean, but y'all wasn't doing no dance out. break, holding up the stove like. <laughs> so, 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 some good news though, and this kind of goes in uh, similar to what happened with Steph, Jesse Bedford from high school. He caught he uh he sent me a DM. Mm-hmm. On uh, on Instagram, just just you know, saying what's up. Well, it started it started because I posted in my story that I was looking for um, a black tattoo artist or a black tattoo shop, black owned tattoo shop, and he told me uh, Lionel, mm-hmm. yeah, Lionel, his his wife owns a shop. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about that, and that was like initially what started it. He just like saying, "What's up, man? How you doing?" Just just checking in on me. He didn't really like get like say like. I don't know. Maybe that's just how I felt, but I, like I've known him for a while, at least since middle school. I felt like he was like saying, like, like given the times, like you good, like I don't, I don't want, you, I don't want to get you started, like, but are you okay? But that was cool. No, no I, Jesse actually hit me up too, and um, well, I just I asked because I asked him could I share like this after we talked. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure like you know me and my brother got a podcast, and uh, could I share some of this conversation? He was like, yeah, like go for it like I don't care you know what I mean um he hit me up he said I posted some I posted something on my um Instagram story about um ally shit and if you're an ally like these are things you could do and it shows what it costs you it's like a receipt and it don't cost nothing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying type stuff to be an ally and um he said he hit me up he said hey Stefan I'll paraphrase he's like hey Stefan See everything in your post, and I hope that you're safe. I hope you're doing well. Um, you and your brother have always been cool to me, man. And I just uh, wanted to, wanted to tell you that I'm thinking about you guys. Like, I grew up in a in a racist household. Says dad was racist. And he said like, and fighting that because he had friends like us and stuff like that it was always a struggle. Mm-hmm. But he wants he was like like he wanted to know if I he could reach out to me if he wanted to like know things or how he could help and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And like, um. I wanted to touch on this too because we were talking about like last week like it's not like our job to educate and do all of that stuff during all this which is true but I think there's like I think there's like stipulate there's there's ways there's levels to it I'm not gonna sit up and be somebody's end all be all for this movement or how they could help and do all that stuff but 
if you're within my sphere, I have no problem helping you. I have no problem being there for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in an interracial relationship. It would be ignorant of me to just shun all of those people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and me and him were talking about that and um, just pretty much how, like, he doesn't know what we're going through, but having to fight racism in his own home because of friends he chose to have or, like, like he was like, I never had, like, you over my house because I knew what the climate was in my house. And it, he didn't get to a, a certain age. It took him to, he got to a certain age to be like, you're wrong. I'm not going to do that. This is bad. Your thinking's wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To, like, fight it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, just really talking and catching up. And... Um, like I said, I asked him, could I share, could I share the um, conversation we had? And he was like, sure, man. Mm-hmm. And it ended with like, keep, like, we'll keep in touch and all that stuff, man. It was a pretty lengthy conversation. Gave each other, each other's numbers and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to find low impact hobbies. So he said it'll help me start getting my fishing game right. Mm-hmm. I, was to, I was supposed to be and get out there <laughs> yeah. and fish with he him. Told me, he told me that. He told me that. He was like, yeah, man. Mike said him and he was wanted to bring his son and teach him how to fish, man. Like I was telling him, he was like, do you want to like, tell me all about the fishing shit? He was like, do you want to catch the catch to eat or catch to release I was like bro I'm catching it to eat it bro I'm not sitting out here all this time I'm not sitting out here all this yeah I can't do that (laughs) you got like you know what I'm saying but um Jesse Beffer always been a good dude man it was good hearing from him and like I said like other people reaching out and um especially being at that protest man it just made me feel like good like it's in La Jolla first off you know who gonna be there like to those people that might not be like familiar with the San Diego area um, La Jolla is a predominantly white affluent um, part of San Diego. Very affluent. Yeah, very affluent. Um, so we down at La Jolla Shores messing up their Sunday fun day on the beach. Mm-hmm. It was number one. La Jolla. There's way too many of you guys at the beach lounging. Like everybody's laying on the sand. You know the, the police ain't telling them what to do up there. Mm-hmm. Right? They're kicking it. Like, me, me and wife are walking through with our signs trying to get to where the protest, uh, protesters are. And we're literally, like, like there ain't too much space to walk. Because we're, like, they're fully having, this is a regular beach day. Like, it looks like it was never COVID out here. Like, and it, it looks like it's not currently COVID outside. That's one thing. But, um, oh, and I wanted to say this. To everybody that was hitting me up saying, aren't you worried about COVID-19? Yes, I'm worried about COVID-19 when I'm at a protest. But guess what? Some shit's more important than that, bro. I'm probably... I, I have to quarantine myself for the next two two to three weeks because I went to a protest. I'm aware of that. But I'm probably going to live if I get COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to... For me, for me, protesting for me. Everybody's not a protester. But for me, protesting something that I feel like I have to do and I have to be trying to get out here well, as much black, as I can. For a black person, it could be easily put... I'm most for a healthy young black person like yourself. I'm probably gonna if I get the COVID, I'm probably gonna live. If things don't change, I'm probably gonna die. Yeah. Very simply put. <laughs> Very simply put. That's just, that's just what it is. But like being at that pro, like just seeing all those other people. Like mm. I posted a bunch of stuff on my Instagram story. I mean, on my Instagram about it. But just like I mean, just hella people from everywhere, man. Like. Italians, like people right. that was just people, people that were tourists that were in town, bro. Yeah, they're just in town, in that city, being they're just 
They're not from here. Jumping in the protest, coming over there. You know what I'm saying? People literally going get shit in their cars, writing up signs like, yeah, bro. Like, this one dude came up to me and he was like, man, I came out here just to have a nice, release, uh, nice, relaxed Sunday, fun day, beach day with the family. And he was like, he said he looked at his wife and was like, there's people doing way more important shit than what we're doing, man. He got him and his family. They went to the car. They made some makeshift signs and they came out to the protest. I didn't write it down, but I'm glad I thought of it right now. Yeah, we want a camera. <laughs> didn't write it down, but I'm glad I thought of it right now. Um, because you said protest, and it made me think there was like, like an anti-Black Lives Matter like protest. Like with a dude, like a like they was like reenacting what happened to George Floyd. Like a dude kneeling on a dude's neck. People with some, yeah, yeah. Um, dang, I forget what took me there. Uh, okay, that, that was what it was. I said protest. I think, and this is a this could be a hot take, but I think, and granted, I was a young man at the time, but I think what happened was with with, with what's going on in society. I think at one point in the mid '90s, early to mid '90s, we were making progress because white boys and anybody who wasn't black was getting punched in the face for saying the N-word or saying anything out of pocket that they knew they shouldn't be saying. They legit got punched in the face. I remember doing it. I remember seeing it happen, and that's why I started doing it. Mm -hmm. But in the schools, all the schools pretty much put in that zero tolerance, Mm -hmm. where if you got in three fights, like if you literally, not even three fights, if you threw three punches on three separate occasions, like you got kicked out of school. Mm -hmm. And so I think that kind of like, I don't know, especially in the schools at least, that kind of trained you to like, I can't really get at them like that Like at I want to at least, in, at least in our I, I mean, was thinking about still, that the other day Yeah I feel you the, 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 Bro When they put that zero tolerance in A lot less fights were happening Yeah the, I mean I just think that And like, you couldn't even fight after school Because the school was still responsible for you mm-hmm. Until you got home mm-hmm. I, I remember I got suspended Because I beat a dude up On the walk home from school yeah. And he told that school the next day And they came and got me out of class and yeah, I, got I got suspended for that school. And I purposely I had beef with him at school And I purposely waited till after school to fight him And still got in trouble Yeah I, And maybe in our neighborhoods And there's a certain level of like Quiet That like racist people were keeping When we were like When we were punching them in their shit Every time they opened their mouth with that slander You know what I mean? Not slander but with that bigotry You know what I'm saying? But there was still a whole Whole ass areas where there ain't really black people where it ain't you know what I'm saying they're not really getting punched in their mouth for none of that. I was thinking it's like there's a certain amount of quiet, you know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like I was recharged because there's more people that are like there's more people I feel for me. Um, there's more people that that are finding out about this that are saying they I don't know about it I know it's like this or whatever they say you know what I'm saying that are like oh wow I gotta I gotta do something about this or I gotta help you know what I'm saying like. And I think, I think ultimately, I think that's the change we want. Like, this shit to be gone. Not to people just to be quiet with it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, for this, shit to be, for this shit to be dead out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, like I was saying, man, the protest was dope. There was, a, <laughs> there was a chick out there that said, your dicks, her sign said, your dicks are smaller. That's why you're pissed. <laughs> I was like, like, can I take a picture of that? Like, I just thought it was funny, but it's just like everybody out there, like, expressing their stuff for this one cause in the same way. And this was like, like I, w- I want to go to more protests that are more, for me personally, how I feel about all this is more disruptive than what that one was. That was informative for, like, the allies. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they was giving them shit that they could do. They was like they had petitions to sign up the petitions out there to vote and all of that. You know what I'm saying? They just did it on the beach and bothered people with Sunday fun day. I'm trying to be holding holding I would have lined up everybody down the beach and just chanted. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm trying to be on. Oh, are you uncomfortable? Oh, so am I. You know what I'm saying? Well, how this country is. You know what I'm saying? Or type shit. But, um, like I said, for me, and I think it's important for everybody to kind of think about, all of us to think about how you feel about all this and what you're going to do. Because if you're not thinking about how you're going to make changes or how, what you're going to do, like, to me, it just feels like, mm, all, like, the other stuff is lip service. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be some action towards this shit. Like, me and Kevin were talking about, like, there's there's people that can't realistically do everything black right this second. Just flip the switch and do it, or it would take a lot to do it. But if it's at the forefront of your mind to buy black to do these different things, you'll do it more times than you would not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Shorty had to go like to go to the airport to pick up Darius um, earlier this week, and most of the black owned stuff is down there in Dago. Like there's some up this way, but it's like Oceanside and farther that way. Mm-hmm. So there's not really in our direct vicinity like, oh, we could just run and go get something and you know what I'm saying or whatever. Yeah, but no. since we were down there, we're like, boom, where, where's, the, where's the closest spot? Boom, pull up. Pulled up on an amazing Jamaican place and I will be back. Mm. They're like, fuck, fuck that. I'm shouting them out. Um, it was, um, oh my God, I just told you about it. It was um, um, Rock Steady, real Jamaican food restaurant. Rock Steady. Delicious, bro. Like, taste. It, it, I mean, I've been. I was. I went to Jamaica. It just. It just brought me back to there. Like me, wifey, and Darius were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like ten. Get to ten out of ten. We'll be back. You know what I mean? But it, it's at the forefront of my mind now on a daily basis to do as much as I can. Black. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we supposed to be doing our Blackout Tuesday every Tuesday? That's what I, I, that's what that I was, initially thought it was. I didn't know that was the plan, but I'm with that. Okay, because that's, yeah, that's what me and Shorty were doing. Like, Tuesday, like, Tuesday we're either, I mean, to me, it's not enough to just not spend my money. I got to go, money I would normally spend, I got to go spend it black. That's how I feel. But we just thought we're going to do that every Tuesday. Like, for me, part of my mission is educating my, my, my family because I'm in an interracial relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we all got to think about what we got to do in our sphere to affect the change, like, Everybody in the protest, and I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was joking around with, I was telling Mike and Derek when we were walking in, like, I was joking around with Bird because we were like, like, she was like, you think Michael go to protest? I was like, I'm pretty sure he wants to, but I don't know if, like, you know what I'm saying? He just had a kid. He got, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was joking around with wifey. I was like, Mike got more to live for than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it get crazy out here, oh, I got to tell y'all, bro, about these protests. Did y'all see that shit down in New York? Where the police started beating in the Bronx, where the police started beating the shit out of the protesters. Mm-hmm. Ben was one of them people, dog. Mm. Who? Ben. Two cops jumped on him, beating with batons. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Joe hit me, um, and told me. But, um, that's why it's important to affect this change because like that shit was peaceful. Mm. Like I saw, um, they're, they're like the police are. Locking up nurses and doctors that are going there to tend to people, bro. Like, they're holding them back. Like, they're, they're holding down the press. Like, they're not letting the press come down. Like, people from the press recording on their phone. Like, other people from the press down on their stomach, handcuffed. Like, and they're sitting there saying, I'm pressed. 
I'm pressed. My credentials are right here on my shirt. My credentials are right here on my jacket. It's in my pocket, like, on them. No, locking them down. Fam, there's a camera everywhere. We're going to get you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you guys are doing this shit on camera. I can't believe what y'all doing on the day-to-day. Ben is... Ben is not a violent person, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no way that he was at a protest doing anything to a cop that that warranted being beat with a baton. With a baton. Ben probably was talking them with his hands in his pocket, too. You know what I'm saying? Or his hands behind his back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's come on, dog. But yeah, I talked. I talked to Ben a little bit after that. Um, he said he said he's doing. He said he's, he said he's doing good, man. He sent me a video of how of how that shit was going down there. It's um um it's it's tough, bro. Now anybody that's going to a protest, there's a checklist. You need to have you need to have a bag with your ID. You need to have I mean not not your not your I ID. Take yeah, my not ID. your ID. My, I didn't mean to say that. A debit with, card, nothing. Yeah, like you need to you need to take stuff to eat. You need to have like bandages and shit like that. Like you need to have a face cover, something for your eyes in case they're coming up there to mace y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's like there's things that you need to be doing to take care of yourself. You shouldn't be going to a protest alone. You should not do that. You know what I'm saying? Like have somebody there with you that you know. When you get there, after you see the layout, have a plan for if you guys get separated. You know what I'm saying? Like there's still things we got to do even while we're out here for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that's why what happened to Ben, but you know what I'm saying? As a result of our conversation, we were talking about like, damn, bro, like it was mad people out there that was like, yeah, bro, I just came right after work. Like, nah, you probably should have went and got a couple people and then came. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, um. Speaking of people being by themselves, see what Terry Crews said, man? No. <laughs> I'm not, man, what he I said? I saw something about he said something to the effect of um, we can't push for something about black black pretty much black people we need white people otherwise there's going to be black supremacy like we we can't erase white supremacy we can't erase white supremacy without the help of white people because then we'll have black supremacy something like that okay terry cruz that's true i agree no, it ain't. um no, it ain't. No, i i agree that we need White people's help is nobody's talking about black supremacy, Terry Crews. We're, <laughs> We're talking about equality. We're not even coming yeah. for revenge. Yeah, We're like, coming for just equality. That's the thing. Yeah, like he's just off base. He's just he's just off base, dog. Like, uh, all right, bro. Thank you, Terry. Shut up. Like, <laughs> and it, it nobody's just, it talking me, about black supremacy. It makes me I hate so those conversations tight because everybody hates Chris. Is one of my favorite shows, bro. <laughs> He's legitimately really funny in that show. Mm-hmm. I really like that show. And He's really funny, period. And I'd be like, man, I granted Chris Rock is getting the money from this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Terry Crews is still getting paid residuals or whatever. But I mean, I'd be like, man, I shouldn't even be watching this because this dude is getting paid. But this show is mad funny. But I, I don't mean I. I don't mean like I feel him. It's just like we're not. I was like. I feel you like, all right, bro. How you kind of tell the homie, like, I feel no, you, definitely. bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I ain't like, gonna fight you, bro. Yeah, man. like, I ain't gonna fight you, Terry. Like, you always out here with someone. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead on with your stupid yeah, opinion, yeah, bro. Yeah, go, go ahead with that stupid shit. Nobody's talking about black supremacy, fam. Like, we're talking about equality. We're talking about, um, like, people commit crimes every day. Why are these crimes by these people not, not, don't even matter when they happen to us? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we're talking about. I, 
I don't like that shit coming from black people because it, to me it convolutes the issue. It convolutes what we're doing, what we're saying out here. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. then people that the ops could jump on the back of that and say, "But look, like the eye." That's not what I'm saying, dog. Shut up. You know that's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Terry Crews, stupid ass. I was about to play happy, but I don't think we need it. Yeah, no, no, no. I think we could. Uh, before we before we get into just random stuff, I want to talk about. Uh, I heard some. Oh, some of the some of the um, some of the NBA players a little leery about coming back with that whole bubble the bubble situation. They like, I don't, I don't know. But they saying like everybody, like all team personnel, everybody got to get tested, and then once the positive tests come back, I guess allegedly that's what I heard. Then that's when everybody goes into the bubble and stays into the bubble until after the final. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's the only way I said it would work. Keep Guys, together. be clear. They're trying to, like, I'm saying this to NBA players. You guys are trying to, you guys want to come back and play to finish your season. I think that's at the forefront of all the players' mind. But you guys are also come back because you have TV partners and all this other stuff. If other Americans are going back out here to their jobs and they don't have an organized plan for a bubble where they could just sit it down if they get sick, y'all could go back to work too. That's that you know that's just the people other people all over the country are getting back out there trying to get back to work. You guys can too, man. You guys can afford to have these gripes. There's people that don't, and I feel you. And if you're not comfortable with how it's going down, you should make that known. But being like, yo, we ain't playing. I'm not saying like, oh, you owe them a season. They shut the season down because they didn't want y'all to get sick and they didn't want you know what I'm saying and do all of that. People are starting to go back to work. They're coming out with a plan to do this. It ain't all of y'all. It ain't all the teams. Everybody's not subject to this. Just the ones that was going to have a chance to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, dog. Like, And they got to do that the safest they can. If you get sick, they can't have you running around, flying all over the damn place and living your rich-ass life all over and getting, getting arrested for sick. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Going you have the back. resources. All of y'all have the resources to get over. Ain't nobody heard no Donovan Mitchell, no Rudy Gobert. It's like, oh, shit. Ain't, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody in the NBA that got to die. Because your health, because the numbers show <laughs> again, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I don't know. I feel I feel a way about that. Like they have certain gripes because of where they're at, but there's a lot of people getting back to work. They don't got the luxury. They job saying, "Oh, we're gonna put you in a bubble if it happened." You know what I'm saying? Like, and be clear, you'll still be getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still getting your guam. You had a month and change off, family. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, speaking of sports, y'all see that NFL commercial? Mm-mm. Well, where um, all the NFL players are on there. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the reason Goodell had to come out with that that little apology. Mm-hmm. And see, and actually, Joe yeah, Budden, Joe Joe Budden had an interesting take about that. He said, because they they were like, oh, he didn't um, he didn't mention Kaepernick at all. Mm-hmm. And Joe Budden was like, because it didn't have nothing to do with Kaepernick. It was it had everything to do with his MVP and his Super Bowl MVP. Who's the same guy? His mm-hmm. MVP and Super Bowl MVP is a black man, exactly. and he was in that in video. That mm-hmm. The face of his league for the next, for the foreseeable future, is a black dude. So he had no choice but well, to. But well, to the MVP him. and the uh, Super Bowl MVP were black. It wasn't the same person. I thought Pat Mahomes was the MVP at one point. Oh no! Oh, I thought you meant this past MVP. I was about to say Lamar Jackson won it this past year. Even more. Yeah. No. 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 Was Lamar Jackson in the video? I didn't see it, but I—I I mean, the face, like the NFL, like <laughs> I don't. We did we talk about the NFL shit last week? I can't remember if we got it, like got into it. I know I, we brought a little it up. bit. You asked me about Jay Z and how I felt about that, but yeah. I don't think we really talked but about like, the NFL. With, like Roger Goodell's comment and the statements that they put out and all of this stuff, like to me, same thing with Drew Brees. 
I feel it. I feel Drew Brees. I don't want all your good work to be thrown away on one hiccup. I feel how I feel. Now you got to prove it to me. That's where I'm at with Drew Brees. Same thing with the NFL. It's convenient that it's first time in the NFL that I can remember since I've been watching where the Super Bowl MVP, the MVP, and like the next three or four quarterbacks in the, in the league is black. You know what I'm saying? Like the best dudes in the league is black. You know what I'm saying? Like the best, the most talent in the NFL has always been the black folks. But Easy. The faces of the league have always been Peyton, been Tom, been been Drew, been Brett, been, been yeah, Aaron. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All of these cats. Now it's like, oh, we're looking down the pipe. Now our stance is changing a little bit. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like, same thing with Drew Brees. You've done a lot of good work, except the NFL has no good faith in me. Like, they have no faith. I have no good faith in them. They have to prove it 100%. Anybody that's affiliated with them, you got to prove it. That's how I feel about the NFL. But... Now we got to see it. I, I, it's cool, Roger Goodell coming out here and saying that. You, just a little statement is cool. None of us believe it because of what you've done in the past. We got to see it, fam. We got to see it. And if, if it took y'all maybe some black dudes becoming the best, the best faces in the league and the only people, the people y'all got to promote are people going to be like, this is funny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then so be it. But we're here now. But we're here now. Let's see. Because I read an article that was saying Roger Goodell, like behind closed doors, has been telling the NFL owners, like, he personally has been behind this since the beginning, maybe in different capacities and at different levels, but he's been telling them, like, yo, like, this is something that we should be behind. This is just right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we shouldn't be acting like, you know what I mean? Like, that. I read an article that was saying that, but, like, he's wanted to put out a statement like he did. He's been wanting to put out a statement like that. But working for the NFL, he can't necessarily do that all the time because the owners kind of run him. You know what I'm saying? But... We'll see, man. We'll see. Me, personally, I, I want to know how y'all felt about this. Like, if the NFL's really on the stance that they're saying, like, should they start with Kaepernick? Should they? Should he have a realistic chance to be on a team? Should he be on a team next season? If they're really saying, like Roger Goodell said, in the past we blew it. Yeah, we messed I mean, up on this. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick was a casualty of y'all messing up on this. So shouldn't he be first in line for the let's get it right type shit? You know what I'm saying? Me, personally, that's how I feel. I mean, I feel where you're coming from. Because we all want to see Cap being done right. But, I don't, I mean, if he's still the ball, then yeah. Because yeah, he's, no, no, he's no, still no, no, the, the problem is not the football. Yeah, yeah. The problem is not the football. And if they're admitting they're wrong, yeah, he's yeah. better, he's better he's than at least 15 dudes that was in the league this past he's season that ended up starting the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Especially if you know, because that situation was only like, what, four years ago? Well, the flag shit. Yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah three, four years? Yeah, three, four, yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I personally think that they should start with Cap. I think yeah, I think, I think that that would, show, that would show everybody that's looking y'all with y'all with the raised eyebrow, with the side eye, okay, they mean this. If you come out with this statement and then it's like, from this point on, we're going to be... When Cap's over here still saying I could ball, and we all know that he can still ball, at least better than some of these dudes we've seen out here. You know what I'm saying? For sure. How is how is how does nobody get a call? Like how does he get no calls? Yeah, for sure. And what's all this stuff like? We contacted the league about Cap, and why would you do that? He has representation. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just I don't know a lot of stuff. A lot of funny stuff has happened around him. And if you guys are truly um, trying to get it right, me personally, what I would be saying if I'm in that room is 
this would really show everybody that we mean what we're saying, and this ain't lip service. Yeah. If he come out here and fail, it ain't on us. If he come out here and ball, we look great. Yeah. We look great. You know what I'm saying? Just from a PR perspective. That's just me. That's just me. We could, oh, Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, you said we had to touch on that. I didn't yeah. really have nothing else to say about the dude, man. Um, well, Drew Brees, he came out with, well, y'all saw his apology, right? Yeah, he came man. out, he apologized like two different times. He called Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp talked about on the show, like, how he was telling, like, Drew Brees. He said, I know you're calling me because my criticism of you was harsh. And it was. But just like how your teammates came out, came out after that hard after you is because it's you. We thought that you got it better than that. And then to hear you say that or to take what we're doing is some disrespect to the flag. It's like, bro, you were with us. Like, you be out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't get it, then what the hell? Like, kind of explaining that kind of shit to him and telling him, like, okay. Like, he, he said he told Drew Brees, like, stop apologizing and just start putting your work in. Like, how many times are you going to say sorry before you just start doing different? I don't believe that you could live your whole life a certain way and then just one day wake up and you flip the whole other way. I believe that you could figure it out. You have that day of reckoning where things, they become, you realize things. But from that point forward, is is you living your life based on that new information. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I guess this that I guess this is what Drew Brees, he posted on the Instagram. is just a picture that says, to President Trump. I won't read the whole thing, but... Um, you'll get the gist of it after I read this. He said, throughout my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates, and leaders in the black community, I realize that this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. Um, We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or to distract from the real issue that faces our black communities. Um, We did this in 2017, and I regretfully, I brought it back up with my comments that I made this past week. We must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to real issues of systemic um, racial injustices, economic oppression, police brutality, and the judicial system and prison reform altogether. Um, we're at a crucial junction in our nation's history. If not now, then when? Right? And he has some other. He said some other stuff to President Trump, but that was that was his post to Trump. Um, because I mean, he's been seen in photos. You know what I'm saying? Kind of he like has his ear type. Type shit, you know what I'm saying, and he did that. And for me, good first step, Drew. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, you, <laughs> know, you never know, you never know if something is, you know, he told Trump, like, in the background, like, hey, yo, bro, I gotta post this because you know, I'm looking crazy out here, so I don't really feel this way, but I gotta do this to say this. I don't, I don't know that, and I can't prove it. So, it, let's pretend, okay, I guess maybe I shouldn't have said it then, but I, I think about those things, though. Yeah, I do think about those things, I think, but. After hearing that, I am inclined to accept his apology. I will say that. For me, I, I accept it conditionally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I guess if, that's what yeah, I'm saying yeah, too. If, I guess that's what like, I'm saying too. I don't think I think you take the person into consideration. I don't think Drew Brees is hitting. That's what I'm saying. I don't want one thing that how we felt about Drew Brees. You know, this is a Saints fan right here. You know what I'm saying? You felt. You felt a way about him, and you didn't feel like he was that guy to be, hey, I'm going this for the people, but you know what I'm saying? I, like what, I used to like Drew Brees a lot. I met him. I took a picture with him yeah, at one of my football yeah, I was games. about to say that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think it was I think it was heartfelt. I think he meant it. I also think that you had better meant it. <laughs> a lot of people that make you look good as black. You might want to start listening to what the fuck they got to say, what's going on, what's plaguing them, what's troubling them. 
You know what I'm saying? But good first step. Like like you said, I'm inclined to take his apology, but this is a thing where like actions got to speak, man. Exactly. Actions got to speak. I was waiting for you to finish. I was going to say that's that's I guess that's what I'm saying too, but I mean I I didn't know this, but from what a lot of other people say, He's been acting in the community in, in, in New Orleans forever. Like, he, he showed up yeah. big time during Katrina. Like, his, his actions have always been oh, yeah. front and, and, you know what I'm saying, That's why and, and foremost. Right, right, right. Because right. when you were out here, when they, mm. like, on the grounds of Katrina. Well, well, how you feel, being a Saints fan, about about the apology, about what I just read, about his post and all that? I mean, it's good for a step, but, like, I mean, I don't live out there. You got to win them people back. Cause you ain't gonna be able to go to the grocery store in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I, and I was about to say he still gonna get booed open at night. Oh, that's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. And this is the thing. See, I always. But that's the thing about being an athlete or an entertainer. As long as you get back to greatness, people forgive. Hmm. I don't know if the black community will forgive, given the times we're in right now. But usually, when you triv up the spotlight, I mean. I hate to bring it up with people like R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? As long as you get back to doing something great, Kobe had a big thing going on. As long as you get back to being great, you know, R.I.P. to the, to the, to the GOAT. As long as you get back to being great, people kind of forgive and forget your transgressions. That That's true, but I I think this is one of those things that, like, if you tr- if you show true contrition, attrition, contrition? Contrition. Yeah, contrition, my bad. And, um, and, and, like, do differently that, like, if he goes out here and throws touchdowns, bro, like, some people are going to say, oh, I don't care about his views or whatever, but I'm not going to fault nobody for enjoying a football game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, I, I, it's not like everything he do, I got to be like, Man, fuck this thing. Like, I could watch the game and not cheer for him. You know what I'm saying? Or do whatever. It will be something that will be brought up with his legacy. Exactly. And, and, that's, and that's what, I, that's that's what I'm with you on. Like, that's you got to get New Orleans back. Because me, from a distance, you might not ever feel this. Yeah. But you got to be in a locker room. You got to be um, in New Orleans like you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And now, if you ever want to get back to how it was. Whether or not running down the street talking about fuck Drew Brees. Yeah, you're going you're, you're gonna to have to. You're going to have to, like, do different and show different. You know what I'm saying? And you just, you just got to do it. You know what I mean? And, and the step it with that is going to be winning. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because, bro, you can't... You come out here and be a bum, people are going to be like, oh, you can I never get, get over his fill yeah. away. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, type of shit. Um, oh, I wonder, before we leave, like, all of the stuff surrounding the, the movement, um, I want to talk about this, and I, I don't... Y'all can tell me what y'all think, but, like, all three of us are married men, and I'm the only one in interracial relationships. talk about some married yeah. stuff, too, before we yeah. get out of here. Man. Okay, so, so, like, different issues come up. You know what I'm saying? And... For me, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of the non-black significant others that, like, by happenstance, whether you wanted to or not, whether you understood what you were doing or not, made yourself a part of this. You know what I'm saying? You made yourself a part of this. And if you're still with them, if you're like my wife, we're married. It took some arguments. It took some tough conversations. And it took some realizing for her. And she didn't run from that. You know what I'm saying? She did it. And and if you, like, she takes this shit seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I'm going to have a black child at some point. Like, she has a sister that's married to a black man. You know what I'm saying? And, like, things like this weren't talked about in her everyday life. And now she's like, well, it's going to be from this point forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to all those people, bro. Like, I think I think it's a certain, like, 
just the point of getting there is not ever really talked about because it's never really the right time while we're going through something. You know what I'm saying? And although it might not be the best of times, I wanted to shout those people out because they go through a certain amount too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to be to be an ally, it takes something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you get you get you get viewed a certain way, you get labeled a certain way, you get, lose people. Like, that's what's not talked about. My wife has lost family members because they they were not here for this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but she's like, what am I to do? You know what I'm saying? I she feels away, but she's like, bye. You know what I'm saying? It's like, she hurts, but she's like, bye. And that stuff's not talked about enough. So shout out to shout out to all the. All the allies, all everybody, like, I we we know what it takes. Thank you. Yeah, mm. my bad. Man. No, that's all good. I'm glad you said it because you you touched on it a little bit in the car, and I, I wanted you to say it on the podcast. So now I'm glad you said it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I got a few questions for y'all today, man. Y'all cool with sharing a toothbrush with your girl? Nope. Negative. <laughs> Next. Not <laughs> negative. Nope. That is a... Yeah, out on, y'all out on a trip and you forgot you and she okay. forgot her. We're going to the store. Yeah. You can have the... Where are we at that they don't have toothbrushes readily available? Nah, I'm doing it. No. I mean, no. there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I guess. There's... No, there's... No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I've been doing it. I feel you. I feel you. It's not, of course, not ideal, but no, 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 when it happens, yeah, yeah. I'm not tripping. Look, at ultimately, all. look, ultimately, this is your wife. The three of us, at least, this is your wife. Mm-hmm. This is your significant other. I'm gonna just say it, Brent, fam. You guys, mouths have been everywhere at this point, fam. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, the, but me, the toothbrush, there's certain things that are off. I'm just, it's a toothbrush, fam. It's my teeth, my tongue. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know. Like, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you, and I completely understand when people are like, bro, that is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I get it, but 100, percent I get it. I ain't tripping though. <laughs> I, I can't. That's another not, level. We have we have toothbrushes, but like I said, we have like I, extra tooth. Like we have like. Dude, that should like not I said, be I, I'm also I'm also that cool is. with being with Keish being in the bathroom when I'm dropping a deuce. Like I really don't oh, care. I don't, play, play. I don't, I don't care. Play that. I don't play that. Okay. I, mean, I actually, ooh, bringing that up. Y'all know when I talked about that last time on the pod, right? Shorty was like, oh, I, I think I told y'all last week. You told she, me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she was like, I'm in the bathroom handling my business. And she's, I don't want to disturb you. Can I come in there and grab a cum? I'm like, yeah. no, it's cool. It's when you up in here trying to talk to me. I can't even get my, you know what I mean? So get can, my shit up. You up. can come in and out. So, so do y'all, y'all lock the door when y'all go in the bathroom? No. You don't? I do. Y'all got two doors, though. So, and, and both of them stay closed. It's like, my thing is like, yo, fam, I get it. You got to come in here and wash your hands. Like, there's shit in here that you need. You know what I'm saying? If you're taking you off something. You need to wait to wash your hands. You what? You need to do I, this right now while I'm in here. So, we had all three levels. You don't care. I'm like, come care. in and out and quick. And you're like, leave me alone. I'm, alone. I'm coming out. I'll be out of here. Yes. This door is in here closed. You better not. So I'll be out. Shit. If I, I can't don't, if I don't answer, you better say, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And then come up in there. Word. Better be non-responsive. I guess part of it for me is is being kind of understanding because pretty much everything I do in the bathroom, unless I'm just unless I'm peeing, I'm gonna be in there a while. Like it takes me a while when I'm throwing everything in my beard. I like to take a long shower. When I'm dropping the deuce. I'll be in there a minute. I was okay. Yeah, especially if I if I gotta bro. If I gotta 
shower, shave my head in the shower, get out, and then shave my beard, mm-hmm. I'm going to be in there for a good hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? So that's Bro, what that's I what I care. didn't realize. I don't care. That's what I didn't realize about growing this beard out, about growing this hair out, bro. My routine in the bathroom is doubled. Yeah, man. Both you and Derek, y'all almost all the way beard gang, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. My shit's trying. It's trying, man. It's struggling. Keep that coconut oil, bro. Mm -hmm. Keep that coconut oil strong. I got all kind of oils, man. I got this beard oil. got this face oil. got this hair oil. I'm the oiliest nigga in the bed, man. It's so much harder to keep your face clean when you're putting all the products in your hair and beard, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm a dude. Like, I've always had pretty. Well, no, when we were when we were kids, my acne was bad. It got real but, bad at one point. Yeah, but since being an adult, I've had great skin. Um, and I haven't had to really work for. It. I keep my face washed. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't do a whole bunch of extra. And I've always prided myself on that. Like, I tell my wife, like, you're doing a lot. Like, your skin get used to so much. So when you break that routine, your skin just fall apart. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. But now I gotta do it, bro. Like I used to, I used to like wash, like deep strip my face down twice a week. Now I gotta do it three times a week. You know what I mean? Like I used to put my oil on my face every day. It's like every other day now, cause it's like I got enough oils, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. But but you see what's what's interesting about all three of us though is we've always been like, of course there have been times we jumped in a whip and Papa was like, man, y'all stink. Mm-hmm. But like for the most like. That's after hooping or like, you know, end yeah. of a long day. We've always, the three of us have always been pretty conscientious about our hygiene and like, oh yeah, how, how we present ourselves, you know what I mean? Because some, it's some dude, we got, you know, we ain't gonna say their names down here, but this one day, I remember you showed me his picture on Facebook and I was like, bro, he a grown man, don't know how to wash his face. Yeah. And not even like, have, not have like, and women not, notice not even, shit. not even a skincare routine. Just yeah, basic yeah. waking up. Water on your face. Yeah. Even if you're just using the soap that, that you, your bar of soap. Oh. That's disgusting anyway. But he Get off e- that bar of soap. But he wasn't too. even doing that. <laughs> but. And yeah, to all fellas out there, if you're washing it, don't wash your face with a bar of soap and don't wash your face with the same towel you wash your ass with. That's nasty, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and women notice that shit. They I don't know if they can notice that, but that's no, no, no. just nasty. I'm saying if you got your own place, you bring a woman over. She when she, if she t- uses your shower, she's gonna get in there and she's gonna be like, "Towel, where's this face wash?" Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they're putting stuff like that. A woman looks at your skin. Like I've literally, I've no, literally, I, I, I feel you on that. Yeah, I've literally been dressed down, bro, and been in the store, and the lady's been like, "I know, I can tell you take care of yourself. You have great skin." They notice that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Are you trying to get girls, my man? Yeah. Wash your face. Have a routine. Keep your shower clean. That's another thing dudes got to do. You got to keep your shower clean, fam. You got to keep that shower clean, dog. Can't be having nobody come over and you got you to gotta bust down and clean the shower. Now you sweat. Now she looking at you while when you walk in. Again, she's judging. And this is for the young men. This mm-hmm. isn't for you fresh out of high schools. Maybe you got the dorm. And the girl is the same age as you, and she's just happy to be getting some time from you, and she's just going to rock out with however that you rock out with. Wow. You can get that off. But after you, you've gotten yeah. past that, and you're a young man now, like, you're, you're, no, not a young man, you're a man now, all of that stuff counts, bro. Like, what your nails look like, yep. mm-hmm. having eye boogers in your eyes, keeping your shower clean, all of that stuff counts, fam. Mm. What was the, okay, so what was the first time you noticed, like, how old were you, or, or if you could remember the moment when you was like, okay, I got to start living different. I'm grown, bro. As far as, like, my hygiene? Or, like, what do you mean? Just whether it was your hygiene, like, like how you how you kept your shit. Because now, like, as a grown man, what I consider clean is different from when what I consider clean when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know what mine was. 
I know what mine was, 100%. I'll go first then, because I asked the question. Um, mine was right before we moved from Oak Hill. Right before we moved from Oak Hill to where, um, to where Derek's at now. So, we're moving, all, we're moving all of our stuff. And, like, at the time, I'm hanging out with Bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm hanging out with her. And we're getting my stuff together. And she's like, where are you going to put all this stuff? I was like, oh, I'm going to just throw it in the bag. She's like, you're going to throw all of your stuff in the bag? I was like, yeah, why? She was like, you don't have luggage? You can just put it in there. And I was like, nah, I don't have luggage. And she was like, oh, this is oh. Nothing after that. It was just, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, I got to start living different, bro. I got to start even, living different. I, I, don't I don't got no place for my shit if I'm moving know. it. I like, I'm glad you said that. I don't know mine. Mine was <laughs> when I went to Vegas with my family. And I would thought I was fresh. I had these Jordan shorts with the J's on my feet. You know, the black team on. Couldn't get up in a pool party. I let that bouncer swear in my face. I said, bro, I got at least $500 worth of shit. What you mean I'm not in dress code? He said, bro, this isn't a basketball court. This is a, like, this is a grown place. Like, this is a pool yeah. party. You're yeah. not in a pool attire. I was about to say I do kind of have an example like that when I when I went to a few places I couldn't get in because I didn't have hard bottoms. So. Yeah, but oh, I mean, that's tough. tough. Yeah, and I was about to say with just like other stuff in life though, my wife just kind of slow walks me into all that. Mm-hmm. Like she, my wife taught me the the right stuff at the time when I had hair, what to put in my hair, what to put in my beard, how to clean my face, ingrown hairs. Make, all of that. My wife slow walked me to all of that. I tell Steph all the time. If I if it not for Keish, I probably would have been. I don't know about just now. Cause I'm 31, but it wouldn't have happened as soon as it did. Mm. I, I absolutely not. Nah, for sure not. Oh, but yeah, sure. I, I, it's, been, it's, it's definitely been some times when a good a good you, woman you get, adds you years to, to your life, man. That's she adds years to your life, man. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact, bruh. And so does that mean just by by the, the contrast that a bad woman subtracts years from your life? Talking. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stress have you kills. have you have you got have you guys have you guys had yes. any have Stress you guys had kills. any women subtract years from your life? No, I ain't been with them that long. I feel it. <laughs> I wasn't with them that long. And y'all know how I dated back in the day. I vetted these chickens. <laughs> like I was checking them out. <laughs> oh no, I do I wanna probably take some time on my life. She played play games. Who that? <laughs> I who that? Name I know who you're talking about. <laughs> She like to play games, but I wouldn't say it took years off my yeah, life. You had it bad for her, too. You had it bad for all your girls. I, I, exactly. <laughs> that one was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a real it real bad for that one. one. He stopped running track and everything. I'm like, bro, this nigga could have went D1. Bro, was <laughs> that one was bad. Now, that track shit was boring, though. Like, so what? You could have went D1. You lost your heart. Nah, bro. You got boring. That ran track with her, and she ran right out your life. Look at you. <laughs> and it's only funny now. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Where are we going, man? Speaking of speaking of like the age when you realize something, what age were you when you realized who you were, flaws and all, and just accepted it? I mean, you like so if if it was something that you knew you needed to change, you started working on it. But just like your flaws and all, like yep, that that's who I am. That's a part of me. Like what what age do you think you were when you came to that realization? That's a great question. Twenty-five. Do tell what happened, or like what were like the um, group of things that happened that led you to that? That led me to that decision because everything I was changing 
because there was the one thing that I wasn't trying to change mm-hmm. because I felt that wasn't affecting my life. So I was changing all of the aspects, all of the factors. And when things didn't change, I was like, well, okay, well, that's it. And if that's it, then that just has to be me. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something change. that I have to live with. Yeah, yeah, that will not change. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it brings me too much peace, comfort, stability. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes me happy with who I am. Then I have to rock with it. See, for me, it was, it was younger than 25. I want to say, I want to say I was maybe like 22, 23. And I was like, because I used to get frustrated, angry, trying to explain myself to people. And it's just, sometimes the words I choose and how I choose to talk, people can't hear what I'm saying. And I'm just like, I'm not about to be sitting, like, this is who I am. This is how shit comes to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got something to say, I'm going to be like, oh, man, that shit's stupid, bro. Nah. Like, you got to know me to know that ain't what I mean, but I'm not stressing over that shit no more. Like, yeah. I'm not, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need a bunch of new friends. My friends know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. And when I'm in professional settings, it's, it's not that kind of, you know what I'm saying? So I don't even get into that with people. But, like, like I, I just remember being like, I'm not going to stress this shit no more, bro. Like. I'm a good person. I'm not trying to fuck with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they take it like that, that's them, fam. They, they in their feelings if they take it like that. You know what I'm saying? I just, like like you said, make changes. Like, I'm going to try to talk softer and do other shit, but I can't be getting frustrated about it. And if people get mad and they won't fuck with me for it, all right, bro. You can't fuck with you, boy. Like I said, I got I don't really need a whole bunch of new friends. I got a lot of, <laughs> I got a lot of ones that been around for a long ass time already. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Yeah, but I was probably like I was probably like twenty two, twenty three. You? For me, I was twenty. It happened when I was in, when I was in L A. When I spent mm-hmm. that nine, um, close to it. I think it was like nine, ten months. But I came back in October. Yeah, ten months by myself. It that was, you know, like like things happen. Like you could, like something could happen to you <clears throat> when you're with your friends, and especially at that time when you still like you kind of know who you are, but at the same time you you you. Your ego is still in a lot of things, and you don't want to come across as a weenie, or you don't want to look like you're not tough, or, or whatever. In a certain situation, if you're in that situation in front of your friends, you might try to put on and make it look like you feel a way that you don't. Mm-hmm. But when you by yourself, you react. Your reaction is just raw. That's just how you react to it. And I, I like found myself in so many situations. And granted, I'm with I'm with my cousins, or I'm with friends that I have in LA that I've known for a while, but. They don't. They don't know me. Know me like that, you know what I'm saying. So I, it was, and and not that when I was home, I I ever like consciously like thought like, oh, this is what, how I need to react to things so I don't look away because that that was never my thought. But then like like I said, when you're by yourself and you react to things, you're like, no, that's how you. That's how I really react to things. That's that was when I found like you are you already have an idea, but that's when I had a chance to really shore up my my knowledge of myself understanding like what I was going to accept from people, what I wasn't going to accept from people, what I was going to allow, what I wasn't going to allow, what I was going to give, what I wasn't going to give. So I say for me, it happened when I was, when I was 20 and that was because I was by myself. It wasn't necessarily because of the age that I was at. It was just the, the circumstance that I found that, myself in. Really. I think, I think that's interesting. The age, the age, like which you're like, this is what I'm going to allow. This is what I'm not going to allow. Cause I think that probably happened for me. Um, younger than when it was like I was truly comfortable with just how like I was just talking about before how I deal like how I deal with people um because I 
like I can remember being like 19 and being like that's there's certain things that I'm just I'm sorry bro we're gonna have to have it out I just I will not allow that I remember I remember one time we was in practice y'all remember this and um it was before practice and Hulk put and uh Hulk put in the door in some kind of hole and he started mm-hmm. walking up to us I was like coach don't do that to me bro like I'm not playing with you. All of us, you know what I'm saying I was like I, I don't I'm not with that I'm not you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't joke like that don't come up come on dog you know what I'm saying and we watched you put the dog in yeah like pain. it broke him all the way down to the ground no nah, yeah. you're not no nah, that ain't fun for me you know what I'm saying yeah, don't come over here laughing. you know what I mean and I remember thinking like it's a grown man I'm like I don't care you know what I'm saying like this is my line you know what I mean and this mm-hmm. I don't know what you do with everybody else but this man standing in front of you right here is mm-hmm. gonna have something to say about what you're doing don't right. you know what I mean like so I think that happened before I was like fully with like Cause that was like that was like a physical confrontation. That was a line though, I had. To me, those were like what I was understanding the question. Those are building blocks to make you the man that you are now. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were I asking did. what was the last one where you're like, okay, this cements the type of. That's what I said. If there was like an exact moment, that, and then after I said, or like a group of like moments that kind of oh, you was okay. like this. Those kinda, are all the group. Of, yeah. Sure you up. See, my that's what I'm saying. Those you guys. It's a maturation 19, process for sure. Like if that happened, you were 17. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? With mine, with twenty five, was like okay, this is the I've man had I'm all those be. experiences. Yeah, yeah, I've went through all those boxes, and at twenty five, I was like, "There's nobody that could tell me anything about myself as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that could walk up to me and be like, you 'You're not, you're this, you're that, and you need to do this or that.' And for for me, yeah, it happened. My mom, because, my dad okay. is fully is fully comfortable and secure in who I am. They love me as a man, as a person. Yeah, my wife and they trust my judgments. You know what I mean? So therefore, I'm fully comfortable. You know what I mean? At the age of 25, it's going to happen. For me, like, I mean, everybody, you know, thinks of themselves, but like, I'd be like really deep thinking about stuff. And and like I said, I was moving around LA, like buses and LA public transportation by myself, like for hours at a time every day. Mm -hmm. And so like, a situation would happen and I would like be like, just sitting with my own thoughts about like, what just happened? Like, dang, I didn't, I kind of thought I would be more of a wingy in that situation. I kind of poked my chest out and like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like, and that when you're in the moment, you do, for me anyway, I just, I just react. Mm-hmm. I don't try to, I don't, I don't try to premeditate, like premeditate. Like if this happened and I'm going to do that, granted, I'm a very like, when I'm in a space I've never been before, I make sure I spot the exits as soon as I get in there. If I see somebody moving funny, I kind of like keep an eye on them. But I'm not somebody that kind of like premeditates every situation and conversation i like let things happen organically you know what i'm saying confrontations so be it you know what i'm saying i found myself in a few situations that i was like hmm kind of thought i'd be more afraid in that situation or there were times when i kind of thought like i thought i'd be more of a tough guy in that situation i was a straight up weenie you know what i'm saying you and you have so many of those happen and you like now like that's that's how I react to those situations. That's yeah. what I normally do when nobody's. It's kind of like when they say like your character when nobody's watching. Yeah. If it's a ten dollar bill, you see somebody drop a ten. If you are you gonna give it back to them, you go pick it up, put it in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? When nobody's watching. Yeah. Me. I that brings up an interesting question to me. Like, are you guys? Because I know for me, I'm a little bit different when I'm by myself than when I'm with. A, I'm more relaxed when I'm with a group of people. Like, if we all going out and somebody's like. Let's say somebody's doing some, like, we walking out of a, like, a little bar or night spot or whatever, and somebody's tripping. When when I'm with a group of people, I'm going to be more calm. I'm like, hey, man, let's go around and do tripping. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm by myself and somebody do it, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what are you doing, honey? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, my tone, my demeanor is a lot more... Um, mm-hmm. I don't got no patience for randoms when I'm by myself. Because to me, I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm not going to let nothing happen to me. Especially when I'm by myself. I'm like, I'm like... I'm going to get home. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my that's my thought. That's my always my thought when I'm by myself. The first when something pops off, like the times that like I went to PB and this is way younger. I went PB not with y'all. Like, like if Pacific I went, Beach here in San Diego, yeah, lots Pacific, of bars yeah, all up and down the street. Yeah. Um, something will happen, and that's the reason I don't really get into physical conversation when I'm with a group of people. All of my physical conversations that happen when I've been out, I've been by myself or with like one other person, not with them, not around them at the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like because I'm just, I don't got patience for random. You tripping, bro? Get the fuck away from me. Okay, now you're doing all this, like back up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I'm going to do? I'm going to be out here by myself getting stomped up by you and your man? No, I'm going to sock you, sock the shit out you right now. Get you on this ground. I'm going to get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's cool. I ain't going to be sitting there motherfucking going on and on with your ass. You know what I'm saying? Somebody go get hurt. Gotta make it back home. Yeah. that's and that, that, But that's what I'm saying. Like, so are y'all, are y'all like different when you like dolo than when you are when you? Nah, I think tactical 24-7. I feel like. I actually think I'm too obsessive sometimes. It, for, for me, for me, it just depends. I think if my woman and our like girls are around like if it's just dude like if it's if it's if things are getting like hostile or things are like energy is rising in a situation and it's just the homies and especially if it's just like one a couple dudes tripping and insult and we all even like where well, we could easily pack this dude out like don't we don't nobody need to be extra turned up this is an easy win you know what i'm saying but if i'm like if if my especially my wife or girls around then then it's like like I don't know if it's like protection mode or if it's like, bro, you really going to disrespect us and these girls and do this right here? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure which one it is, but when there, when there's girls around, then then I'm more I'm more inclined to... I'm going to turn up much faster if there's girls around. Put it like that. It's just, yeah. See, with people, even when it's with, like, see, that's you're, another thing. I don't have patience when I'm with my shit. I'm cool. you just not going to mess with nobody I, I care about. I'm going to be talking to, in this same monotone voice, saying... Cool, come and collect until you get too close, and then I'm a, Then that's when shit gonna get real, yeah. and that's when everything, all the training and all that stuff gonna come out. Cause I'm not, I ain't been sitting around. I've been out of high school what 15 years. Mm. What's your What's your craft? What's your specialty? What have you been doing? Mm. Me, I've been tactical. Mm. I got I specialize in firearms, mm-hmm. weapons training, self defense. Mm-hmm. It's just what I like. So yeah, when I go out and like when I go out, especially with girls, I can yeah. My wife would be mad at me because I had to tell her like we're not like we went out some we went out with my family, and then like the stay to club clothes, bro. I am not trying to stay to no. the club clothes. Nah, I feel you. We're not, I'm not down in the club that no group more. walking out that yeah. big ass group of people. That's yeah. when all the funk happened. So, niggas get caught up in the phone, right? You messed around getting mixed up in something on accident. On accident, just walking past, walking to the car. So, I'm, everybody walking to the car. I tell her time to stay over here. Call. She stay, she try, I told her to stay over here, right? I go over here to get my other sisters and then bring them back to the car because there's a group, like, we're all faded. There's at least, like, you know, my family, well, we like 15 deep. So, I got to make trips mm-hmm. putting them back to the car. 
I turn around and this nigga trying to stand right behind me. Talking about I want to make sure you were okay. Look, nigga, if you don't get in the car. Nigga, I turned I left you Now I'm there. not, because I'm over here looking at you instead of what I should be looking you at. You supposed to be sitting in the car next to my sister. Somebody else is safe. Like, nigga, <laughs> where's she at? Oh, she in the car. Oh, that's not a bad one. So right, you so don't now. know that? <laughs> that reminds me of a time I had downtown. So, so I got on a, I got on a party bus with, with Johnny and Jeff and them. I forget whose birthday it was. But it was somebody's birthday. Oh, and that was a situation I couldn't get in because I didn't have on, have on the right shoes. Mm-hmm. I think because it's a party bus type of get off, like we, that the attire that you I'm in is gonna be cool for, for where we going. Not not like yeah. that, but just that my shoes and everything <laughs> I got on is cool for where we going because we we going on a party bus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now I couldn't get in, so I told Jeff, and I, I think it was his his girlfriend at the time, her birthday, like one of his family members for sure, like one of his main core people. Mm-hmm. It was their birthday, so I was like, bro, I'm not finna like have you come out and try to be with me when all your people is. And I was like, I'll be fine, bro. Just let me know, like, give me, like, a 30-minute window when the party bus is pulling off, and I'll be fine, bro. So I'm downtown Dago for a night by myself, right? Um, I went to a couple, spent way too much money, went to a couple different clubs. Um, <laughs> but at, like, the end of the night, before I'm going back to the, to the party bus, um, I forget what street I'm on, but I'm, like, I'm up against the wall. I'm sitting down, I'm twisting one, right? And I see this big group of people. I got on, uh, like, a, a, a blue and white, like, checkered, not flannel, but like a checker button down, some blue jeans and some uh, some blue uh, PF flyers with a Yankee hat on. So you already know what I look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sitting down and I'm twisting one, um, and I see this group. And this is in San Diego. It's all blood except for the coast in San Diego. Um, it's a big group of dudes come walking. They all got on red, of course, and I'm in all blue. And I see them, and one of them, the one that's in the front, he's slightly taller than me. He turns around. He says something to everybody that he's walking with right after they all looked at me. So I'm like, he's obviously saying something. He's going to do something to me, right? And so I just, like, you know, grab everything I had, stuff it back in, the, in like, the little Ziploc bag I had. And I stand. I don't even say nothing. I just stand up. I'm like, whatever they're going to do, they're not going to get it off while I'm, I'm on my butt leaning mm-hmm. up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? So I stand up, and dude is mad drunk. Like, dude is mad drunk. He's like, oh, you want to equip niggas, huh? You want to equip niggas, huh? Like, like bro, like. In my face, bro. Like, all the way in my face. Like, mm. and he's like, I should get off on you right now. I should get off on you right now. Doing all that, right? And all of his people's behind him, just like couple dudes laughing, one dude looking like, bro, like, leave this little nigga alone, man. Mm. Like, and the whole time he doing all that, and I just move to the side and I look at all his people, like, y'all not gonna come grab this nigga? Obviously, I'm not finna swing, like, seven of y'all. Like, I'm obviously, I, I'm yeah. outnumbered. I, you know what I'm saying? What I'm gonna do? Like, yeah, what I'm gonna do? I'm just looking at them like, y'all finna come get this nigga? He's like, you want to quit niggas, ain't you? I was like, nah, bro, I don't gangbang, man. Oh, I'm just get off on you right now. Like, and then, like, he spit on me. So, like, I, like, lean back like that. And when I lean back, like, kind of quick because his spit hit my forehead, then he kind of, like, like, jumped into his stance. And then one of his boys came over there and grabbed him. I'm like, man, y'all should have been grabbed this nigga. Y'all should have been grabbed probably told him, I'm going to go over there and scare that little nigga. That's um, probably what, what he said to him. Because yeah, he didn't come over there to get off doing all that. <laughs> See, that's why nigga need to stay home. Yeah, that's why. That's why I do stay home. I get home to wifey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Speaking of that, y'all talking about like having kids. That's that's one one of the drawbacks of having kids. I can't even objectify my woman in peace no more, man. <laughs> that's what it is having a roommate, man. I can't objectify my wife whenever I want. 
I'm used to she in there, she in there cooking or anywhere, standing anywhere. I walk by, slap her on the butt, grab her up, kiss her or something. I can't just walk by and slap her on the butt with Baron right there. He gonna think that's cool. He gonna be doing that to people. Yeah, that's mm. real. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's, that that's real. All the time, she'd be like, "Stop here, come your son." I'd be like, "Man, get up out of here, man! I can't wait till he get this house and he get his own room. <laughs> get in the room for the night." <laughs> Go to sleep, nigga. Right now. <laughs> oh, what is it? Eight o'clock? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie. I do feel bad. He um. Baron stay up though. You do what you want. That nigga be up. Grown and man. speaking of being up, he fell asleep before I got home last night. I was about to say I feel bad. So I went did the radio show last night. My guest canceled, so I ended up just like talking sports with my co-host last night, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Still rather have a guest though. Um, but uh, I had to go back to go back to Southeast, pick up, pack up. Um. She had to wash clothes while I was at the radio station. Packed her up, came back. By the time we got back to Baron at mom and dad's house, he was already asleep. And he woke up maybe five minutes before I left this morning, so I didn't even really get to see my guy. You know, he pretty much be with me all day. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't even know I was asleep. When I got there, he was asleep on the couch, and I slept on the floor. And I woke up, he was next to me on the floor. And Keith said like he woke up in the middle of the night. And, like someone was like, "Got it?" She was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Came down there and slept with me. I wish I would have woke up though and like saw that part, but mm-hmm. you know. Is what it is. Pop life. What's y'all's favorite way to objectify your girl? <laughs> uh, you complete the fifth. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. I ain't pleading Nathan. <laughs> I don't want to get nobody in trouble. I ain't pleading Nathan. For for me, really, I mean, of course, I there's obviously you can't be getting explicit and telling like stories like that. Yeah. But my wife don't really care. I just I I think for her she just don't want to. She want me to tell her first before it hits the gram or before mm-hmm. it gets posted. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I give her the heads up, she like oh okay cool. And most of the time she don't ever be like is that what you said? She just be laughing. So you know. <laughs> yes, including the December video, <laughs> including the December video. She just laughed and was like you got you got to tell them that that was doctor's orders. But no, I don't, I don't care. So. My wife don't be tripping. Nah, uh, nah, my wife care more than that, but she don't care about this kind of shit. Um, you sure I can come in? That was funny. Yeah, yeah, me, bro. That uh, was funny. Um, I don't want to story. I don't want to end up on the podcast. I, the time, time walked by after that shit and jiggled the doorknob, though. Because <laughs> she already knew it was locked. So she walked by just in there on both doors. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you playing. I'm like, yeah, rule still stand. <laughs> nah, but uh, like, I like to walk by, by and kiss her on the back of her neck. That's not objectifying. That's, that's cute. Sweet. That's romantic. <laughs> that's, that's cute. Sweet. That's romantic. Something that like something that like if a stranger saw it, they'd be like, "Dang, he kind of." That's that's how you feel about this girl. They might think like that you don't respect her. If a stranger just walked by and saw you do it, oh. it don't matter where my wife is, bro. If I'm walking behind her and she don't want a hard hand on the ass, she better move it quick or duck that thing. Because I am tearing that butt up when she come past me. I'm sitting down. If I'm sitting down watching something and she get up off the love seat and walk across me, she keep it moving. Because I'm, I'm coming. I'm, oh, that was too loud on the mic. But that, yeah, every time. <laughs> every time, bro. She in the bathroom, brush her teeth. Jesse said, I don't give it up like that. I'm cute. Yeah. I'm romantical. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, I'm trying to soft, she be getting mad. She, <laughs> she, she, she be feel like the nigga be punking her, so she be getting the, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> objectify your woman from time Man, bro, to time. bro, come on, man. If you're not, 
If your, Let if her know girl, you love her, man. If your girl ain't at, in the bathroom doing her thing in the mirror or whatever, you don't scoop her up and kiss her. You ain't, man. You ain't doing it right, bruh. Well, now, Keisha get mad because sometimes I like, got scared. Like, she don't, she won't hear me coming in the kitchen. I just, bow. She's like, whoa, whoa. Come to the nigga that got punched in the, punched in the rib, punched in the gut. I need to play too much. So <laughs> that I'm going to keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes I would just, like, grab her, push her on the bed, just give her a kiss. Like, man, get over here. Kiss her. Like, yeah, I'm out. I'm walking in the living room. Steph made the kiss noise. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll... <laughs> I do this too. She'll be like, she'll be like, get another room. I'm like, you better get over here. Give me a kiss. I do, I do that when you're public too. <laughs> you get tight. But man, get over here, man. Give, give your boy a kiss right here, right here, right here. <laughs> she get tight. I think that was all I had, man. All of the stuff that I had was for uh, all of the stuff that I wrote down was for the guests that we were supposed to have. Yeah. I just talked about all the stuff that didn't really uh, pertain to them. Next week, next week. Yeah, we're gonna have them on next mm-hmm. week. The young, the young homie, the young homie had had one too many at the beach and woke up a little sluggish this morning. Wasn't able to make it. And then, uh, yeah, what's his know, name? Time gonna come back to you and be like, "Why are you, why are you lying on the pot? You know you be doing this, this, and this." And I'm like, "Oh, she gonna have a list. Yeah, she gonna have a list. She gonna be like, okay, next week you might want to go I'm ahead. I'm a tagger. I'm a tagger. Yeah, tell me in the comments. Because I don't really think so, but he said, "Man, my shit's sweet." Yeah, so I'll be nice. I'm a nice. Well, guy. Uh, that's probably the problem. <laughs> now, Jesse, Jesse, been a sweetheart. No, facts. Remember his, remember his. I guess we shouldn't say her name on here. I guess wife, you probably wouldn't appreciate it. But one of the one of the, one of his girlfriends in high school. Remember, he bought her the the he bought her the chocolate, and then he bought her the coke, the and, coke a smile, and a smile, and then he broke out with the real gift. So the, I still tell that story, fam. When, like, yeah. when, especially when I was at like a after school program, I tell like. That was one of the illest little presentations I ever seen, bro. That was super dope. I, remember I played all, it off for like so long. I remember, I, remember all the gr- I remember all the girls just looking at this nigga like, dang, that was dope. I remember like, dang, I wish I thought of something like that, man. That was dope. Because they was like, stop playing. What you getting? I'm going to get a Coke and a smile. It was her birthday, right? I don't remember. But I think it was, it was a... Because you ended up giving her an actual gift. Yeah, it was a chain. I think I it was... It had to be either like Christmas or a birthday in high school at the time. I think it was a birthday. I don't think you would have been going that hard for like a monthly anniversary. Mm, I'm getting because you know what you know what you know I'm, at that I'm age you're celebrating your anniversary, months. man. That's just yeah. next week. Crazy. Wait, is that shit? Yeah, that shit next week. This is eleven, right? Yeah, that shit next week. Yeah. Getting ready for this two years, man. Everybody telling me this when this shit get hard, man. Yeah. Everybody like, oh yeah, we'll see what you guys are missing. This dude literally said, "We'll see what." No, no, no. It was like a friend. Of like somebody we know that was like, oh, we'll see, we'll see what you guys are made of at two years. Mm-hmm. Everything is sweet till then. Then you'll realize if you could if you could deal with them the rest of your life or not. I'm like, what? Like your your marriage sound awful. Terrible. <laughs> next two years is next week. I'm Gucci. <laughs> like Man. I'm Gucci. If it get harder like that, like th- there is a difference with some stuff like that. I just don't believe it's marriage. Like the day that the day I woke up at thirty, I was like. Alright, like my bones been my bones been moving around for thirty years, man. Like it's a little different. <laughs> my, a little my, different like, fi- like physically for me, I feel like I'd still be able to move this honestly, truly. I feel like I'd still be able to move the same if I never uh uh tore my ACL. Cause that was fine. For me it was just a matter of getting my win back. Mm. And me like the work that I would put in to get my win back would get my body back ready to like back hooping and playing football as much as I used to. So I truly think, like, I probably wouldn't have, I've only dunked three times. Speaking of that, in the sports list of what we, what we did, uh, I said, I was about to say I've only dunked three times. So because my guest counsel, what, what, what we did on, on, my, on my sports show yesterday was, um, so my, my host, he's been doing radio for a while, and I just started 
but he went to track on a D2. I mean, sorry, he went to college on a D2 track scholarship, and I used to rap. So he's the music dude that used to do sports, and I'm the sports dude that used to do music. So we just kind of we kind of talked about those, and I was talking like talking about like basketball and this and that. And I told him that I that that I was able to dunk, and he didn't say it on the mic, but he kind of looked at me like. Like, come on, fam. And, then, and I said three. He was like, okay, now I believe you said like three times. Like, you got like a specific number. And I was like, nah, bro. And I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to make this a segment and I'm going to post it and I'm going to tag the three witnesses that I got. They all going to vouch. <laughs> Door, Gunnett, and Cedric that went to OG. They was all three there that all vouched. They all seen me dunk one time. <laughs> I wanted to say that over here too, man. He, he looked at me too quick, like, come on. I was fam. like, man, you disrespecting me now, yeah. bro. <laughs> And to be clear, I never had dummy bounce like that. I always been super light. I ain't pulling no weight, so it's easy to get. I seen you dunk a uh, what was a volleyball. Yeah, you seen me yeah. dunk a volleyball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was in. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in the, in junior year I dunked a tennis ball at one of Derek's games at a at uh at Hidden Valley. I was like, oh snap, nigga, I'll be dunking next week. You Hell dunked now. a tennis ball in high school. Yeah, 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 for sure. In basketball class too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, used to be able to after home told us uh, that all that shit is just. Uh, 10, 90% mental, uh-huh. 10% physical. I was like, oh, I could dunk. <laughs> and he said, believe it long enough, you will. So how y'all feeling, man? We had a minute 22. I think we good. I don't really have yeah, nothing much, much else to talk about. Uh, I, yeah. No, I think we're good. I think we're good. Oh. Um, oh, I got I to gotta promote the brands before we get out of here. Uh, the hat I got on, the black-owned clothing brand called Trill Consciousness. He just put out his uh, above the influence, uh, above the influence line. Got the yoga man sitting on top of the hat, above the influence. And then the T-shirt I got on it says, "I am George Floyd because of my skin color." Um, TNT Creations 2019. Got the merch. I got the uh, the Trill Consciousness shorts on too. Go check all of them out on Instagram, man. Trill Consciousness and TNT Creations 2019. Check them out on Instagram and on Facebook, man. Want to play a song to finish? Want me to play a song to finish? That don't matter. Good. Shout out to everybody that listened to listen to and watched my radio show, man. I appreciate y'all. Oh, that was that was what I was gonna say. Um, this coming Monday or Tuesday next week, though. Me. My guy Dortut and my guy Gio Ruiz, we got a, 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 a fatherhood podcast coming out next week. We're going to record, I think, on either Sunday or Monday, and it's going to drop the day after. So whenever we record the next day, the podcast is dropping out. That's and it'll be just like this when the audio will come out and then the video will come out the next day. So be on the lookout for that. And my man, we working on, we getting the ideas together. My man Jesse got a podcast coming too, man. I got some ideas we could talk Ooh. about off the mic. Yes, yeah, sir. Now that's going to be a good one, y'all. <laughs> Y'all don't, y'all, y'all, y'all don't be knowing Je- Jesse be quiet on here And I think sometimes Because he be like Man these niggas be all researched They be knowing the facts And I don't know the facts So I just kind of play off of them no, This nigga no. Jesse be having some opinions That niggas need to hear though So uh, we, we gonna talk about some ideas Off the mic But Jesse got a podcast Coming real soon too man I'm trying to ha- I'm trying to get everybody Mike's look, starting to rut Look, he's look changing I'm game. trying to get everybody To have a podcast mm-hmm. man Everybody got a point of view Everybody got something to say you know what I'm saying? Even if, even if Gabe been talking about a basketball podcast. There you go. And, and like I said, it ain't got a, it ain't got a boom right away or ever. Like I said, we, 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 48 episodes in, we average on a, oh, and speaking of that, shout out, we, we promote it on Spotify. See, I'm getting all this stuff before we're about, we about to get out. We promote that the podcast is on Spotify all the time and it is, but it's on all the streaming platforms. And I checked the stats this past week. More people actually listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts than they do on any other platform. Oh, bring, 
See? So shout out to everybody. Apple Apple I was about to say, Jesse might have brought that in. Shout out to everybody that listened to us, no matter how you listen to us. And that's what I was about to say. It don't have to boom right away, man. We on episode mm-hmm. 48 and our listens, our listens per week, we average about 17 like audio listens. And the views on YouTube, we average about 20. So mm-hmm. that's what. And it's, it's probably a mix of the same people. But mm-hmm. you add 20 and 17 together, which was three short of four, 37. Mm-hmm. So it's not a whole, you know what I'm saying? 37 That's people cool, would be doing this a little over a year. Mm-hmm. So it ain't got a boom. You ain't got to make money right away. It's just fun. It's a good way to get your POV off. And it gives you a platform to talk about whatever you want to talk mm-hmm. about, promote whatever you want to promote. Like I said, man, if you talk to me for long enough and I feel like you, you kind of dope at what you're saying, I'm going to be like, man, you should have a podcast. So don't hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be bothering you about it, too. What you got for us, Steph? Uh, this is So Lonely by Mozzie. Shout out to House of Miles. Alright man, we're gonna get up out of here It's been another week of the Family Room Podcast, man We appreciate y'all rocking with us We're gonna do these drops on the way out Triv's gotta drop, man Jesse gotta drop I don't think y'all heard it, man So we're gonna sign off the same way we uh, Same way we uh, start the podcast, man I'm Mike Rohn I'm Stefan Rohn It's Jesse <laughs> it's been episode 48, man. Thanks for rocking with us. We out. <laughs>